Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bree. And today we have joining us author Michelle Allison. Michelle, how are you? Thank you for joining us. And how has your 2022 been so far? Oh, thanks for having me. It's been so far, it's been a very busy, but a good year. So much better than the last year. So <laughs> Good, good. Well, please tell us a little about yourself. Sure. Uh, I am a 40-something author. Uh, very cool to be able to say that now, author. And yes. <laughs> uh, I'm married to Jesse, so sometimes I like to refer to myself as Jesse's girl because I'm all about the 80s music. <laughs> oh, that is that is just wonderful. And I yeah. will be singing that all day now. Yeah, Thank you good, a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, and Jesse and I, we have four kids, so we're raising teenagers right now. They're ages 12 to 17, and uh, we live out in the country in central Minnesota. All right. So lots of lots of space for all the kids to run around. Lots of space. Small town. We love it here. And I checked like your book is out now, like on the Harlequin site, right? Yes, it comes out in just a couple weeks. Okay. I was like, I I ordered this and we're talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's out. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Well, we love hearing romance origin stories and would love to know how you became a romance reader. Oh, well, we've got to go all the way back to middle school for that. Um, okay. And I, I loved reading. I always have. And I was reading Anne of Green Gables, um, you know, the classic. And I just had developed a crush on Gilbert Blythe. And I just had to find out if they ever got together. And if you ever read the series, I mean, you have to wait till the end of book three to figure out if they're ever going to make it. And um, ever since then, I was hooked. I just love a good love story. I love when people find their perfect match. So yeah, that's interesting because we've heard Anne of Green Gables a couple yeah. of times and you wouldn't expect that to be yes. where, like, you know, because you think of it as like a classics, like, I don't know, children's sweet, series. Ch- yes, but yeah, childhood story of coming of age. But I think yeah. coming of age means often there's some romance and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Little heartbreak too, usually. Yeah, of course. A little bit of angst, you know. Right, because yeah. you feel all the feelings, oh, right? Yes. That's, that's when you feel all the feelings, so. Oh, yeah. Well, we're so excited for your Harlequin love-inspired suspense debut, Hidden Ranch Peril. Tell us all about your book, please. Oh, I'd love to. Um, yeah, so this is a romantic suspense and... Um, as you could probably tell from the title, Ranch, there's horses. And uh, my heroine uh, is a veterinarian. With, she's an equestrian veterinarian. So she's just out on a horseback ride out in the middle of nowhere. And she um, happens to see something happen to her aunt. And that's the only living relative she has. So she rushes off to help find help at the next ranch and finds a new ranch hand there who happens to be an ex-Marine. And uh, dun, 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 he has some keys to her past. And that she doesn't remember. So um, as they rush off to try to figure out what happened to our aunt and try to keep each other safe, uh, they also find um, some deeper connections. So yeah. Where did the inspiration for the book come from? Uh, This book is really inspired a lot by its setting. And that is um, the Treasure Valley out in Idaho, where um, we used to live. My husband and I lived out there for a while and my kids were born out there. I actually have a lot of family in that area, but I never lived there as a 
kid. It was only as an adult. And um, Jesse and I would take the kids out on drives in these wild mountains and desert mountains around the Snake River Valley. And there was just so much room for imagination there. I mean, there's wild horses and uh, just an amazing landscape. And so uh, when I wanted to set a suspense, romantic suspense story, I just thought, oh, this would be a great place to do it. Yeah. I Okay. I watch a lot of weird TV, like <laughs> UFO TV. Yeah. And Idaho has been popping up a lot lately. And I'm like, really? I feel like this is one of those states that gets slept on a mm-hmm. little bit. But it's like, if you're, I, I love the outdoors. If you're an outdoors person, mm-hmm. just all mm-hmm. the lakes and oh, yeah. just out fun outdoors right. activities that I'm like, oh man, we need to stop sleeping on Idaho. So I'm excited even more now to know that that's where the book is set. Right. And you don't even think about like the Rocky Mountains go through there and yeah. there's just mm-hmm. so many different settings. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's some of the most beautiful landscape in this country is in Idaho. It's, right. it is amazing. Yeah, it's a hidden gem. Well, we'd love to know about your journey to getting published. Uh, sure. Um, I started writing seriously about five or six years ago. And one of the first things I did was uh, I took some classes uh, from an author that I really uh, loved reading and I really resonated with her. I thought I would probably have a similar style. And um, and one of the other things I did was I got involved in a writer's group. And so uh, in this writer's group, um, I got to meet another other authors that were uh, writers for Love Inspired and Love Inspired Suspense. And um, it just seemed like a really neat opportunity. Uh, and it's, it's such a hard industry, <laughs> so hard mm-hmm. to break through. Um, but I loved that you didn't have to have an agent to um, submit something to Love Inspired or the suspense line. And so, um, and I started following some of their editors on social media. And I just learned so much about what they were looking for. I mean, you know, they need six books in each line every month. And so there's a big demand. And as I was um, talking to other people, I just, they had an author search. And it's kind of a, um, hey, pitch us a story idea kind of a thing. And if they were interested, they'd say, okay, now why don't you send us a chapter or two and like a synopsis. And so I did that. And I actually got a response back and that was really exciting from one of their editors. And then uh, she wanted me to okay, so send me this whole book. So I, brought, I wrote the book and I sent it in and she wanted some revisions. And then I had to put everything on hold because another opportunity came up with a different publisher and they kind of had a no competing clause written in. Okay. But um, 18 months later, so I kind of had to put everything with that on hold. And 18 months later, those contracts obligations were fulfilled and I came back and I was so worried like are you still interested and (laughs) they were so I finished those uh revisions they wanted and lo and behold it's Hidden Ranch Peril now out on the shelves next month yeah so it really kind of started like like with an idea for you like you Mm. were doing all this research by like following people and paying attention and then saw that opportunity and it was like okay let me come up with an idea like that's Mm -hmm. That is so cool. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. So people, if you're listening, aspiring writers, follow people online. (laughs) Keep up with the writers groups. (laughs) It it makes a difference. Learn the industry. Yeah. Love, faith, and suspense. Like I just find love inspired suspense so fascinating. Like how do you do all three? Right. Uh, Yeah, it's... um, It is interesting, but, you know, there's the suspense can definitely ramp up the love 
um, and the emotional side of things. And um, it takes a lot of faith to when you're in dangerous situations and you really kind of get to the core of what you believe and who you are. And so I think in some ways it kind of helps. Uh, it's a great stew to bring all those things together um, to, in a romantic suspense story. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, can you tell us your I got the call story? Oh, yeah. Um, like I mentioned, I had to put everything on hold for a good over a year. And so I really didn't know if they were still interested or not. Um, but uh, I did send an email and said, well, are you still, would you still like this story? And uh, I got a response back from my, the editor and said, yes, definitely. Like, go ahead. So I spent a couple of weeks and sent it in. And then of course, it's just a lot of (laughs) a lot of publishing is waiting (laughs) so um and then uh I know I just wasn't even sure because I never got a response that she actually received this email so well I'll just give a little nudge and so I sent a quick email and said hey I just wanted to make sure you got that story (laughs) and um, (laughs) all the revisions and um and then she uh, came right back and said, Hey, yes, I did. And can we talk on the phone? So oh. at that point, I'm like, well, that's gotta be good. Right. Like right. She, would, yeah. <laughs> she probably wouldn't want to put, you know, reject me over the phone. So yeah. Then I got a call from Tina James, my editor and rest is history. Well, yeah. I feel like we need shirts that just say, can we talk on the phone? I yeah. hope I hear those words. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. The magic words. Can we talk on the phone? Oh. <laughs> well, what's been your journey um, from the call till now? Uh, sure. Since the call, of course, then um, because I spent so much time in revisions before I actually got the call. Uh, the book was actually in pretty good shape because um, I did a lot of the work beforehand. And so since then, it's an editing process. Um, had to go back and forth with what they would call line edits, um, some of the smaller things and consistencies and just changing a few wording. And that went mm-hmm. back and forth. And But I'm also juggling... Um, some projects with a different publisher. So I have, uh, I also write contemporary romance for a sunrise publishing. And so okay. I'm doing both uh, simultaneously. And so very busy. Wow. So you're in a space now where you can do two different publishers and it's not a thing. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. And it, you know, it's another small, it's a smaller publisher. And so they're very understanding work with us a lot. Um, and it's kind of a mentorship too. So someone who's a much more established author in inspirational fiction. And so, yeah, I get to learn a lot and then take what I'm applying there and, um, and with the romantic suspense and then the suspense really helps me with my plotting and trying to write tight. And then I get to bring that over to my romance. And so, yeah, it all yeah, works out. That's cool. That's Your cover is so action packed. Like you're I so intrigued. Like what is she doing? And it's stunning at the same time. So is that like a scene that you sent? Like when you did like the art sheet or anything, was that like a specific scene we can look forward to or what? Like what did you mm-hmm. submit to them to capture that moment? Uh, yeah, so it's um, kind of how the book opens. So you don't even have to go too far to know a lot about what this scene is about. But you know, there's a woman on rushing off on horseback away from a barn and the stormy skies in the background. And so um, I, you know, they ask for in an art sheet, like one 
um, person-centered scene and then just some maybe um, landscape ideas. And so this was kind of my person-centered scene. And, you know, she's, she loves, she's an equestrian veterinarian. And so I just thought this would be a great idea and looked for, um, you know, stock photos with a woman rushing off on horseback. (laughs) So it looks kind of like uh, someone barrel racing or something, but yeah. It turned out great. Yeah, I'm very happy. Well, share with us your favorite romance tropes to read. Oh, well, you know, going back to the whole Gilbert Blythe and Anne Shirley, I just love a good enemies to lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Just there's so much change. You got to go from someone you can't stand to falling in love. So I just feel like that's just rife with tension and intrigue. And I just love that. Yeah, it's it's one of the best, isn't it? (laughs) It's a classic. (laughs) What's one piece of advice that you would offer to aspiring writers? Uh, well, if you are in this industry, um, like I said, which is super competitive, um, you're going to need some grit. And you're going to need some grace. Um, grit, because you really have to persevere. Um, even once you're editing, you know, once you're published, like you still, there's so much editing and marketing to do. You're, there's readers who don't like your stuff and you just kind of have to learn how to uh, deal with that, the hard side. Um, and then grace, uh, for yourself, but also to learn because there's so much to learn in this industry. And if you can be teachable um, and give back, uh, you know, there's just so much to be had more than just writing a book with your name on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Lastly, where can everybody keep up with you online? Um, Well, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, but uh, basically my website, and that is just um, michellealexon.com and Alexon, um, A-L-E-C-K, S-O-N. Okay. Well, we will have all of that listed down below as well as links to where people can get Hidden Ranch Peril. It looks so fun. I cannot wait to get my hands on this book. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Literally like seven in the morning, my time. (laughs) (laughs) Five a.m. Aaron's time. So. Thank you so much. And we are so excited for you. We can't wait to see where things go. We will just be keeping up with you. So please come back. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. I'm all about talking books. Thank you. All right, listeners, make sure you check the show notes. We'll have all the places where you keep up with Michelle Allison, as well as where you can get Hidden Wrench Peril. Go get your copy. It is on Harlequin's site now. And Aaron and I will chat with you in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye. Bye.